0: Uh, Tom, do you want to do a uh, quick piano intro?
1: Oh, piano.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just get on here, just get it.
1: Modulite is rubbish!
0: I like that. Nice piano intro. Uh, Hello and welcome to episode number... Oh, I can't remember what number it is. 74 of
1: Modern Art is Rubbish!
0: Oh, I'm so happy. It's 74. Why am I happy it's 74? I, I don't know. There's no reason why 74 should make me any happier than any other number in its 70s, but... Seventy-four, nice number, isn't it? It's a nice. What
1: what year were you born?
0: Seventy-two.
1: Seventy-two. Oh right. So like maybe is a like something to do with the seventies. Uh, I, I don't know. know it Seventy-four a rock, it doesn't seem like a, a mystical number or anything. Yeah, we've just shattered
0: the uh, illusion. I think everyone thought we were like really down with the uh, down with the youths. We were like really cool, uh, right? Yeah. Generation well, we're Z. We're not.
1: This is modern art. Is rubbish. We are from the seventies.
0: <laughs> modern art is glam rock, and modern art is new wave. You would have been a new wave baby. I was a glam rock baby.
1: All oh, right. Yeah. I don't know, man. I Do definitely you, was a baby.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like the new wave roots? You are kind of like the time that post punk was out, wasn't it? That's when you were uh pooing yourself in your nappy
1: yeah well i didn't listen to music then i grew up with nirvana and that sort of thing blur and oasis
0: oh yeah i was uh yeah sneaking upstairs listening to my uh, brother's jam records and the who and stuff not telling him and now he's just found out via the medium of podcast
1: (laughs) modern art is rubbish
0: (laughs) so um yeah so we've got a few things to talk about today tom um, okay. Uh, uh, Hockney. He's done a new design for the Underground. Uh, I've got a new artist that I'm really into, and I've now suddenly found out that everyone else is already likes him. Um, about the Queen, I've got a story about the Queen, and a story about squids, which you introduced me to. A squid story. I don't know why I gave an emphasis on squid story there. Why did I do that?
1: I don't know. Well, you're welcome. I was happy to show you the picture of the squid.
0: Yeah. I'm always uh, pleased when you show me see, see pictures. I'm just talking rubbish now, aren't I? Shall I get on with what I was going to say?
1: Yeah. Have you had your lunch, Marcus?
0: Yeah, I did. I did a 25-hour uh, fast today and... Um, well, not 25 hour fast, and then I've just had my lunch, and I think I've just got the hit because I ate it about half an hour ago. Oh, right. No more oh, than that. Okay. About an yeah. hour and a half. Yeah, so I'm, I'm getting that rush.
1: Yeah, um, what the, ru- the rush of like, oh, I've eaten and I can't be bothered to talk anymore? No, yeah, no, 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 no. I want <laughs> to do this. Um, yeah,
0: so first thing. Uh, I've been sneaking out to art galleries again, Uh, uh, not post-COVID because that would be a a folly to say we're post-COVID, but uh, I thought I'd go to one of my uh, favourite galleries locally uh, called the Kelly Miller Gallery. I quite like it because it's like halfway in between what I would consider fine art and design. What I like about it is people that don't really get fine art right? I take him to this gallery, the Kelly Miller Gallery in Brighton, so that it's a really easy uh, sort of like introduction to oh art. Right. So fine, it's art. Like
1: f- fine art for children, for example. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's fine art for everyone and kids, but it's it's just it's very accessible, you know, and and you don't you you don't have to put in too much work to get what the work's about but it does have a lot under the surface do you like that under the surface
1: yeah okay
0: yeah (laughs) yeah so anyway what was interesting this time is that they'd actually hung up like that one of the artists who's a painter they'd hung up his overalls and his shoes well they hadn't hung up his shoes they'd had his shoes there and they're all covered in paint and his brushes i quite like that because i thought well it wasn't actually an art piece it was just there as a part of a display but it kind of got me thinking like where does the uh where does the artist end and the person who's putting on the exhibition start do you know what i mean
1: all right so the people are you saying that the people who put on the exhibition placed the artist yes. closed there so they went out and took them from him
0: yeah i don't know if he rather knows this. than
1: the um the painter or whatever yeah. is his discipline he yeah. didn't put them there
0: no no they did and i thought it's quite interesting because i what the question it went in my head was you know where does the artist and the curator it's almost like a curator being an artist cuz that was an art piece in itself looking at all those brushes and stuff and uh you know, they had the brushes and they had these... Th- and then they've got all their normal sort of, like, ceramics and stuff on display. which is just quite interesting. I got all confused. I couldn't work out where the artist and the curator begins.
1: All right. so did you speak to the curator on your visit?
0: Yes, yeah, so the person who works, one of the people who works in the gallery, not Kelly Miller, but a, a, someone else. Um, and, yeah, they said they thought that would be quite good to do that. They, so I thought, oh... Are you an artist or are you a curator? And that was it. Or somewhere in between. Yes, somewhere in between. But there are, you know, that that is a thing that goes on. Sure. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. But they always say that. Anyway. So that's the Kelly Miller Gallery in Brighton. I'll put up a little link here on the web page for that. Tom, did you see that picture? What do you think of the uh, the new design by David Hockney for the London Underground?
1: Yeah, no, I saw it in the uh, media. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's got the thing that initially occurred to me was like the S. The S is in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> like because yeah. they've got Piccadilly Circus, it's an underground yeah. sign, yeah, and the S is like slightly underneath.
0: Yeah, so it's it's very different from the normal one, which is uh you know the uh, just just to describe it. I mean, it's uh he's been asked to design for London Underground uh, uh, as part of the. Um, Let's do London campaign. Do the art British artist David Hockney was asked to reimagine the Piccadilly Circus underground uh, logo. Is it a logo? But it's like normally it's that red circle with a blue bar in the middle with Piccadilly Circus written straight. And 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 this one, what has he done? He's put the S out of place, isn't he? And like
1: yeah, so it's different different colours, isn't it? Yeah. It's yellow and kind of what yeah. is the other colour? It's like purpley colour.
0: Yeah kind of movie yeah something
1: movie yeah and it's like uh yeah so it's same it's the same sign but it's a bit more hand drawn so maybe if you're like hard of viewing you might have trouble viewing it if you're used to the normal one i don't know you know you get so used to the signs if you use the tube all the time don't you Like When I used to use the tube every day, it would be like I'd fall asleep on the tube on my way home because I used to go from, you know, east to west to east to west every day. Yeah. And it was a long old journey. It would take an hour to go from where I lived to where I travelled every day to work. And, uh, yeah, I'd fall asleep and occasionally I'd wake up on my journey and wonder where I was. Well, um, yeah. But but I guess you'd recognise it because the colours yeah. are a bit skew-whiff, aren't they? Compared to everywhere else.
0: It looks a bit like it's been done. I think it's been drawn on an iPad freehand. Oh, right. I guess he's busy, isn't he? Yeah, he's a very busy man. But he also likes his iPad. A lot of his new art's been done on that. Um, people have been saying apparently it's like, a, it's like a, ch- a child's drawn it. That's what they're thinking. It's like a four-year-old's done it but I, I like it because i think it's going to get people talking and i think it's people going to look at that and go what the hell and that's good because it's getting a conversation going
1: okay yeah yeah because people don't talk to each other on the tube very often do they yeah gonna... do you think they're going to be chatting about that s yeah they'll be like hey mate have you seen the, the s on that sign yeah. it's in the wrong place yes <laughs> it's in the wrong place hey god God, can you move that S back into place? I don't know. I don't know. It might start a conversation. I it, Like, I'm not sure. What sort of conversation would you want to start? Or would you like it to start? I, I
0: think it'll start about, why have they done that? That looks a bit, bit childish, I might say. And I'll go, yeah. And then they'll... Probably go back to the book and I'll probably go back to listening on my iPod. So maybe it wasn't such a conversation as it could have been. Oh, right, yeah.
1: Oh, Oh, no. Yeah, well. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. It's died. Yeah. I mean,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to have loads of like, oh, I can't be bothered conversations going on.
1: Yeah. Well, people are quiet on the underground. They don't want to talk to each other I suppose oh. it's I don't know what it is about the London Underground it's a bit more chatty around the country I'd say on trains and
0: I, buses I, I don't know if you know this I actually did this on the Underground once so I, I decided to just um, pay everyone a compliment so I went, for, I looked for this. I, I thought, oh, I'm just bored. So I just decided to actually say, Oh, I like your shoes. I actually like the way your tie's done. That's really good. And, and in a genuine way, I genuinely found things to compliment it, pretty much everyone in the carriage. I think I yeah. got smiles, but I don't know if they got like, Oh, he's a special kind of person. And they were just smiling at me for that. Or if they're smiling because I gave them more genuine compliments. But I just wanted to break the barrier
1: oh right yeah so did was this filmed or was it just like a a personal experiment well no it's a personal
0: experiment it's more it's more at a time when before things were done for likes or views yeah yeah it was that kind of time
1: oh right okay so there you go
0: oh I like your shoes oh nice top looks really good on you seem like a really nice bloke right on to the next one tom um i've been going on about this artist to you probably like in subtle hints throughout the week but i've uh came across this artist uh called eric Revillius. but it's a british artist that i'd never heard of but now, suddenly, when I go into bookshops, like in the local Brighton bookshop, there's like about five books on him. So, obviously, this artist is quite well-known. He's, in a, he's a, a British artist who was born in Eastbourne in 1903, and he died in 1942. And I really like his work. He's, he does lots of watercolours. He's, he's he was a war artist as well. And... it's it's his work it's really it's sort of like familiar and unfamiliar and I really like the way that he uses colours and everything so I just thought it's something I'd like to share with people and then put a link on maybe put some of the work on 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 the website so
1: you, is, you, this is the watercolours you sent yes. me, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So he's, you sent me two images. One is from inside a train. Yeah. And it looks like it's um, uh, in, the, in the south with the horse on the hill. Yes. Is that like in uh, Dorset or like uh, Hampshire? I think or... it's a
0: place called Westbury. It's, I think it's the Westbury horse
1: viewed from the train. What county? Do you know what county it's in? Unfortunately, I, I have no idea. I recognise it. Like, I feel like yeah. it's, a, it's a train journey I've made before. It's so a very... It's all, it's all like southern England, isn't it? And he's from Eastbourne, which is local to yeah. us here. Yeah, I've
0: so found it's... that, yes, it is, isn't
1: so, it? Yeah. Yeah, so he's quite like seaside type images. So I guess he might be quite uh, well-known... In Brighton, because it you know we're a seaside resort, aren't we? Here, yeah.
0: It's funny though that there's a lot of artists, a lot of my favourite British artists. I mean, in fact, my favourite artists—they're all kind of connected, like Henry Moore and um, uh, I'm trying to think of the other names, Graham Sutherland. They're all kind of quite similar uh, illustrations. Edward Burrow, and a lot of them come from around this area as well. Obviously, Henry Moore doesn't, but. Um, and Henry Moore knew this artist as well, and it's. But what I love about it is, for a, for a long time, people just thought he was just like a kind of like a footnote, like a not very significant artist. They just thought they were just nice pictures. But when you look at them, they're. It looks really. I don't know what you think, but it looks really familiar. His work, but it's not so when you look at it I'm looking at this picture of this train and it's like it looks the carriage is empty and he's done all the detailed patterns on it and then he's looking out the window at the horse but it's something familiar but it's then it's something there's something not familiar about it it makes you look at familiar landscapes in a new way that's what I feel
1: All right. okay
0: and then there's the other one I've got, which uh, I've shown you, which is uh, called Submarines in Dry Dock. Now, this is 1940. He was actually asked to be a war artist, and he was really quite like an adventurous kind of artist. He, uh, there's even one where he's actually literally been on a boat while the, uh, in the Navy while the other one's being bombed, and he's actually drawn or done a watercolour painting of the explosion on the other boat. So he's quite in the thick of it. And this one is where he's uh, done a drawing of a submarine. And it really... he's It's really, like, made it look beautiful with all the abstracted forms and everything and the use of colours and shapes. It's a really... It it really makes war art look appealing to the eye, if that makes sense. What do you think, Tom? Do you like it, that one? The submarines.
1: Uh yeah, I guess so. Um, it's not an artwork I'd um, choose to immerse myself in. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a nice... Lots of nice greys and browns and beiges. Yeah, and it's it's strange, isn't it? I mean, they're
0: also... Do you think there's a kind of like a strange atmosphere there with the lack of people in it and everything? Because he, he yeah. very rarely drew people as well. But unfortunately... His his adventurous nature uh, ended his life quite early because he was uh, going to a naval base during a war uh, in Iceland or a a base, there was a base in Iceland. And basically there was a plane that got lost and the guys who were the rescue team said, look, do you want to come on a plane to go and see if we can find these people and find out where it's gone down? And um, he said, yeah because he's always up for it and he never came back the plane was lost so the spotter plane that was trying to rescue the other plane was lost as well wow yeah so yeah. He's, his life ended quite you know he only died in his 30s but I absolutely love his work he's also done a lot of designs for, for China and stuff as well so uh, I'll put a link to him and a few bits I can find on the internet so people can enjoy his work because it's actually you really just like most artworks you really need to see them not just hear people talking about them
1: yeah so when you say he's done designs for China are you talking about like China and cutlery type? oh yeah cutlery yeah yeah yeah
0: cutlery not China he could have I, I suppose had he lived he might have well done designs for China I'm sure China would have liked his art as well sure as they've got a lot of art going on there in China. Yeah. So, Tom, on to the next uh, story I saw. Basically, the Queen has started selling drugs
1: Oh finally. <laughs>
0: and this is an order to finance and manufacture the upkeep of her royal collection. I mean the Queen's royal collection is massive and it's got some of the some really great works works by Rembrandt. She's got one of the largest collections of Leonardo da Vinci sketches outside of Italy. Um so Obviously, you know, very expensive antiquities and they need a lot of upkeep. So she started selling booze. She's been booze, selling... not not drugs or both? Well, it's drugs, isn't it? Wine, spirits, it's all drugs.
1: Okay, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people would not consider... I, w- I consider like drugs, like either the control type or yeah. the type that's made in a lab for the, like, you know, the pharmaceutical industry.
0: I know. I, I Yes, we'll do a little bit of spin on it. Yeah, but it's still drugs, isn't it? Still a drug. Alcohol's so a drug. So she's
1: making, like, alcohol. Because yeah, I can't I... imagine her brewing it. Oh,
0: I'd love like, to like... see her brewing it, doing her home brew. I hope she does.
1: I, would... I imagine she's got a team working with her. Like, uh, you know, Her Majesty's home brew, Her Majesty's Ale or whatever
0: yeah so you don't reckon she's there I'd like the idea of her being I would have said her and Prince Philip but Prince Philip's obviously not allowed to do any maybe do any brewing anymore is he so it's going to have to just be her and her own in her shed
1: yeah well maybe Prince Philip's death is a warning for people not to like brew too much oh no
0: you don't think it was putty that's a bit scandalous isn't it his own well, brew I don't know oh don't, no oh no so anyway the Buckingham Palace gin you can get it for £40 a bottle they've got other ones wines and spirits um, as someone is, who doesn't yeah. yeah
1: is this to sell to uh, tourists and fans
0: yeah you can go on the you can go on the website and they've got like a food hall I'll put a link to it and then you can order like royal bits they've got like shops so you can get like royal pins prints and royal mugs and stuff but it's actually specifically related to the art collection because uh, this art collection I mean no she doesn't just keep it on a wall and just like you know it is loaned out to a lot of places so that, you know it is seen. she doesn't just go it's all mine I'm not going to share it with anyone and no one could see it
1: that was, yeah, well, that a a lot, a of, lot of alcoholics are like that aren't they
0: <laughs> I don't think the Queen is an alcoholic I just like I bet there's loads of oils that are low aren't there I don't know British oils but there's got to be in there
1: um yeah well you know I can't comment on uh, royals I've never heard of or the queen's personal habits but I do know she's running a brewery I'm sure that takes <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of work
0: she must So have tried, like, if right. she's
1: if she's pissed all the time she wouldn't be able to handle the responsibilities no. I suppose
0: Yeah I yes no I'm I'm yeah i'm pretty certain that she's uh she's uh sorry um i don't know if anyone can hear Can you hear it, tom the dogs the dog could be has started howling again uh for people yeah. who can you hear it yeah sorry so people for those no who well
1: i it, can't hear it very much but you mentioned it i listened and mate, yeah some, yeah some noise
0: yeah just just for my uh For people listening, yeah, my neighbours, they've got a rescue greyhound, and when they go out, their teachers, uh, their rescue greyhound likes to howl a lot. Maybe they could give it a little bit of royal gin. That might work.
1: Uh, Maybe they've already given it royal gin. (laughs) Well, rather than it, we should say he or she. He. Or them. I don't know, whatever they like to be referred to. I don't know if dogs have the same rules as us humans. I don't know,
0: but I did see someone get upset that we shouldn't be calling dogs pets. But I didn't even give the uh, the article a second look. Right. So as I was saying, there's some really great art that's going on in uh, that the Queen owns, and I've just picked one which I really like. It's uh, the the artist by the Dutch artist Jan Vermeer, and it's called Lady at the Virginal. Uh, with a gentleman uh, and it was painted in the early 1660s and this is a painting, you know it's one of these ones where you sort of like when you look at this painting it's like you're just walking in on a scene and you're kind of almost like spying on the scene and in this scene you've got a woman and she's, uh, her back's to you and she's playing the uh, a virgin which is an old kind of like a, what's
1: it? It's an old piano runner yeah. to the piano. it looks like a sort of old harpsichord, that yeah. sort of instrument, doesn't it? Yeah, there's a kind of vibe and
0: the guy's standing there uh, to a, his side and um, I think he might be instructing her or he might be just doing a bit of jamming with her, singing. And there's a beautiful diffused light and uh, Vermeer is really good, the uh, painter with, with the light. And... Um, and also, there's this a really detailed floor pattern, which is made up of squares, and a beautiful, ornate, detailed rug. And rather um, carelessly and dangerously, they've just stuck a double base on the floor. Yeah, it looks like one of my rooms. Yeah, but have you stuck a base? Have you just shoved a base in your studio? Would you stick a base on the floor like that where it's a really clearly... a She steps backwards. She's going to fall over that.
1: Well, you haven't been in my studio for quite a long time now, Marcus. But I mean, (laughs) many people comment on the health and safety nature of visiting my studio because there's, you know, equipment all over the floor, cables, instruments... You know, normally in my case they're guitars or guitar related yeah. stuff. But I mean, you know, it looks like a, a studio scene, though obviously in the era of the whatever this instrument was called.
0: Yeah, virtual. Yeah,
1: Virginal in the era of the Virginal, they didn't have uh music recording equipment, I presume. Yeah. And I don't know what era this artist is
0: 16, 1660s. This was
1: painted around, yeah. So this is like you know, many centuries pe- pre, yeah, um, uh, music studio, yeah. So, um, so you reckon so, yeah. they get? Uh, yeah, it is a health and safety hazard, but it's one I'm used to. But the other thing is, do you reckon she's going to turn
0: around and suddenly go, actually, I just want to jam that out on the bass, double bass and then go back to the virginal? Do you
1: think that's why it's lying like that? Well, you did mention he's either instructing her or jamming with her. It's likely there is a bit of jam going on there with that other instrument yeah. um, laid down like that, like it's just been use, uh, used and then... Uh, they've moved on from it and they're doing something else now. Yeah,
0: I I, I just think it's a bit careless, quite honestly, though. But, I mean, it's a a very still scene and what's really interesting about it as well is the fact that Vermeer has painted, uh, and particularly for the time, the main, probably what would be considered the main protagonist of the picture. Protagonist, not the right word for painting, but I'm using it anyway. Her back is to us. And that, for that kind of time, is quite groundbreaking. I know to wow. have, yeah. So, uh, so interesting enough. I don't know if you know, but this actual, this painting was actually subject of a really excellent documentary, uh, which was made in twenty fourteen called Tim's, Tim's Vermeer.
1: Do you know that documentary, Tom? Uh, no. If no. I saw the documentary, yeah. I'd probably like avoid it because it would sound too boring.
0: No it's not, it's really interesting. He's um, a guy uh, from uh, a Texas inventor who really loves his paintings but he wants to find out how Vermeer actually did it and actually see if he can paint a Vermeer himself. Now he's not actually an artist, He's done. he's like drawn a little bit here and there but he's not really done that much painting. So he actually, during the course of the documentary, he actually uh, looks at what Vermeer might have used and tries to recreate, um, using optical lenses and mirrors, uh, how uh, to to find out how Vermeer created it, because they believe that Vermeer used uh, like uh, drawing aids to create the work. And in the end, he's actually able to create a painting and and, uh, using optical equipment. So that's how it's almost a bit... I mean, it's not to take away from what Vermeer did, but it's almost like he's kind of like looked through the mirror and then traced it. So set up the scene and then traced it onto onto the canvas.
1: Yeah, so when you say drawing aids, are you talking about that mirror you just mentioned?
0: Yes, like a kind of like the mirror. So basically, it's like a mirror angle, I think at 45 degrees and a big lens and the kind of like what he sees, and this is what Tim did in the documentary, what he sees is sort of like is projected onto the canvas because if you look at some of the detailed work, it's so detailed, you couldn't actually do it with the eye. You need some kind of device to be able to do it, and the way that the light has been painted.
1: Yeah, surely you'd need a brush.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah.
1: <laughs> or at but, least a lead, lead bit of lead or something. Bit of lead, what do you mean? Well, bit I don't lead? know. A pe- I was thinking a pencil, but I'm not sure what they had in the 17th century. I, I don't know what they had. No, I mean,
0: well, I know they had all, I mean, obviously, oils was the oils was the was the main thing but i don't know if they had any other i mean i I would have thought that charcoal was just like burnt bits of i mean charcoal is literally bits of burnt wood but i think that's probably you know that was probably as common as having a pencil yeah so um yeah so that's a really good documentary again i'll put a link up to that uh, i'm gonna see if i can get you a uh, see if I can find a link to it, or maybe rent it out, Tom, so you can see that because it's really good, really interesting. You'll be fascinated. You'll be doing a Vermeer of your own before you know it. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, maybe, maybe I, I've got to leave myself open to it, I suppose. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, if you've got time, if you find the time to do it. Spence. Spence.
1: Now a short advertisement break. Yeah hey,
0: Tob, 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 come here. Uh do you want some of this? Some of my own brew. Fifty P. I'm selling it for fifty P.
1: Oh yeah, I love it. Do I have to buy it though? Can't I just take some? No
0: no 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 mate 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 mate. I I've got a, uh, have got this uh, turtle art print here and I am it's, it's costing me too much. I've had it for like two years now and I keep having to pay artists to come and touch it up so I thought I'd start selling a homebrew.
1: Oh Marcus, what? Marcus, stop you idiot! What? You could just go to modernartisrubbish.com and download a new high-definition turtle art print rather than like spending all your hours making this homebrew and trying to sell it to these poor royals. You're joking!
0: So just head over to modernartisrubbish.com and subscribe to our email list to get your free artwork and to be updated on the latest Modern Art is Rubbish news. And on to the final story, Tom. The squid, the one that you talked about. Would you like to, uh, to tell us about the squid?
1: Okay, um... So, uh, a town in Japan has have built a giant squid with um, co- with the COVID release fund um, that uh, places were given by the government, I presume.
0: Yeah, it's six point they- three million dollars, wasn't it? Of, of
1: yeah. So they yeah, so they received money, and yeah. with the money, they've built a giant art piece.
0: Yeah, the, just, to, just to add that, uh, they've spent, so they've received $6.3 million equivalent in yen and then they've used $230,000 equivalent of it to uh, buy it.
1: Yeah, so one of the things I noticed about it straight away, apart yeah. from the humour of the story, because it was, yeah. um, you know, it was... Uh, Written like the story in British press as a bit of a scandal in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, but it looks a bit like um, a piece that Filthy Luca might have made.
0: Oh, yes. And he was uh, recently, he published something where it was uh, uh, someone had painted on the wall and then he'd made these uh, inflatable tentacles. It does look like an inflatable by that artist, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, of course, we had him on the show like yes. um, like a year or two years ago, or a year yeah. and a half or something. So like, it immediately caught my attention. I was like, "Oh, is that Filthy Luca?" And I looked into it, and it didn't seem to be one of no. his.
0: It cost Filthy Luca though, didn't it, to to make it?
1: Well, did uh, did he make it?
0: No, I said it cost Filthy Luca money.
1: Um, I don't know. You don't I, know I'm the term. Sure. F-
0: do I know the term "filthy luca" for money?
1: Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah I don't so know it. Yeah, know. so like, I'm I'm not so up on that term. Oh,
0: I'm, if you said, you said to me "filthy
1: luca" for money, I'd just think of the artist. But oh. you know, yeah, maybe I'm, not I'm so showing like,
0: my, uh, my, uh, my 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 uh, glam rock baby age.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty. Uh, yeah, I don't. know, You have to teach me stuff, Marcus. <laughs>
0: so teach me some of the olden
1: words <laughs>
0: yeah so it's it's a marketing thing isn't it I, I've got no problem with it I mean they've got it and people now all over the world know about this town that has a squid so if they're near it they go come on let's go to the town that has that squid
1: oh, so it's like a tourist attraction yes yeah
0: and they're famous for their squid I assume squid dinners so i think it's actually good i think they've bought worldwide publicity and that's not that bad a price for that kind of publicity
1: okay yeah
0: what do you think that's my my uh perceptive yeah i like it since
1: i think it's uh it's a real addition to the area i don't know the area this but. is the first I've <laughs> ever heard about the area. If you said, can you tell me anything about the country of Japan? Yeah. And I'd say, well, in the port of Noto, they have a a sculpture of a flying squid. <laughs> yeah. And it's
0: very pink, isn't it? Yeah, and it looks... It uh, is
1: very pink, yeah.
0: I would go and see it. If I was nearby, I would drive 60 miles to see that.
1: All right, yeah, sixty miles. Is that your limit? If it was seventy miles, you'd say, "Oh, hang on a minute, are you taking the piss?"
0: Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, (laughs) I would go sixty. I would cover sixty miles to see that. That's 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 how good it is. Yeah, how far
1: would you walk to see it?
0: Uh, I I, now I'm thinking about the Proclaimers' song "Walking a Thousand Miles," but
1: five hundred they walked, but I guess they probably went there and back.
0: Yeah, not to the squid. Yeah, so I would probably. I'd go for a run four miles
1: four miles yeah
0: four miles for that squid it's a four miler sculpture which is good that's pretty good four miler to be honest Um, so I'll put a link on the website to that so Tom so ends our watercolour Underground queen drinking squid episode. Do you like the way I got everything in that ending? I thought it was good, yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, okay, yeah. What was the um, we didn't have a mention of uh, you know, our like you know, friend of Henry Moore. I forget all the names, man. What was that guy called? The well, uh, Eric
0: Ravillas, yeah, I did. The watercolor, Eric Ravillas.
1: Eric Ravelus, yeah. So yeah. I've never heard of him, but there you go. So I've learned something about Eric Ravelus.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, it's either Ravillo, So I can never pronounce his name, but yes, I'd never heard of him, and then I realised that everyone else had. Well, you know, yeah, everyone else had, but everyone else in Brian seems there seems to be a lot of books about him. Um, so uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Please, if you've got any questions or comments, uh, email us on info at modernartisrubbish.com. Head over to modernartisrubbish.com for images from the show. And if you like it, please spread the word. Um, anything else to add before buys, Tom?
1: Um, put the S back. Please put the S back
0: bye 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 i'm I doing your bye as well
1: yeah it seems like you are i'm just sat here quietly goodbye <laughs>